0: Today I'll be preaching from the book of Joshua chapter 24, Joshua chapter 24, and I'm going to read from verse 14 down to verse number 25. Joshua chapter 24 and verse number 14, and we stand here in honor of the word of God because we believe that the word of God and we know it to be the voice of God. And so I'm asking that we would stand in honor of his word here this morning. The Bible says, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which our fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage and which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people whom we passed. And the Lord drove out from before us all the people, even the Amorites which dwelt in the land. Therefore we will, we, will we also serve the Lord for he is our God. And Joshua said unto the people, He cannot serve the Lord for he is an holy God. He's a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you. After that, he hath done you good. And all the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves that he have chosen you. He hath chosen you to serve the Lord, to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore put away, Said he, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God will we serve, and his voice will we obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and set them a statute and an ordinance in Shechem. Father, thank you again for your precious word, that you would use it to accomplish your will and purpose here today. Give me the words you'll have me to say. Cleanse me of sin, empty me of self, fill me with the precious Holy Spirit. Take full control, and if there is someone who does not know you as personal Lord and Savior, may today be the day of their salvation. May every believer be closer drawn to you. Thank you again for what you will do. We give you all the honor and glory. that's due do your holy name in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for standing. You may be seated. All around the world, conflicts exist between... Various groups and entities. These might be nations, ethnic groups, social groups, territorial groups. Some of these conflicts we are aware of and some of them we are not. Some of these conflicts, wars if you will, they get widespread coverage by the media. Some, for whatever reason, do not. Some of these conflicts we might have a particular interest in. We might follow what is happening. Others, we might not. But for those conflicts that we have an interest in, we do because we feel some connection with one group or another. Or we might feel like we are impacted by the success of one group or the other. And so these combination of factors ultimately tend to lead us to choose a side to support. But let me say here this morning that of all these conflicts that are ravaging our world and going on, various corners and different places around the world, none of these conflicts come close in magnitude and impact with another conflict that is raging. This conflict that I speak of, my friend, is a spiritual war. It is a war that's raging between right and wrong, between good and evil. And as we have examined for several weeks now, we understand very clearly that this war started in heaven when Satan himself initiated a rebellion and he along with one third of the angels were cast out of heaven. We've spent much time examining what I call this conflict of the ages. We have seen the realities before the conflict. We have observed the reasons for this conflict. We have looked at the results, the realm, and the response of Almighty God to this conflict. But I want you to note and observe with me that of all that we have examined thus far, none of these aspects of this spiritual war required our involvement. But it is critical to understand as it relates to this spiritual war, a war that is raging, there is a choice for those of us who are affected. A choice for those of us who are Affected, But let me say here this morning, categorically and conclusively, my friend, every single one of us is affected by this spiritual war. We're all impacted. And as such, we have a decision to make. This morning, this decision that I want to draw to all of our attention here today, is a decision to determine which side you're going to be on. In our text in Joshua chapter 24, Joshua is close to the end of his life. Close to the end of his leadership of the children of Israel. He had taken the baton, if you will, from Moses as they were on the cusp of entering the promised land. And he would be the one who would lead them into the promised land and lead them into the conquest Of the nations that were occupying the land that God had promised to his people. And Joshua here at the end of his life presents to them a clear and distinct choice. I want to draw your attention to verse number 15 where he says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord... Choose you this day whom ye will serve. Joshua helps them to understand there's a point that you're going to make a choice. And I want us to examine this text this morning in verse number 15 because there are some important observations to note regarding the presentation of this choice that are applicable to every man, woman, boy, or girl as it relates to the choice of those affected by this ongoing spiritual war. So I want you to jot down, first of all, there's a choice for those affected And this morning, we are examining the choice of determining your side. My friend, the sides are distinct. The sides are clear. There is good and there is evil. There is right and wrong. And let me say, there is no middle ground. So notice this morning, first of all, the prerogative. The prerogative. Now notice in verse number 15. Joshua says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, notice the first word he says following that. He says, to what? Choose. Choose. He's saying, when it comes to determining your side, there are some options. There's a choice. It's a prerogative. We have many choices that we faced we face every day. We wake up in the morning, we got to make some decisions. And all throughout the day, we are constantly making decisions, choices. Wake up in the morning to make a choice what to wear. I would dare say that this choice seems to be one that takes ladies far more time than it takes us. Such is the nature of the situation, what to wear, what to do with the hair, whether it's weave, whether it's press, whether it's perm, whether it's wig, whether it's braids, the list seems to be getting longer as the days go by. What to eat, whether it's salad, whether it's fries, whether it's Chicken, whether it's fish, whether it's ribs, whether it's going to be baked, whether it's fried, whether it's stewed, whether it's boiled. I mean, the choices are numerous. What to drink, whether it's coffee, whether it's tea, whether it's juice, whether it's water, soda. The choices continue. Where to go to church. Whether to go to church for some. What to do. Whether to sleep a little longer. Whether to clean. Whether to wash. To cook. Young people, what subjects to choose in your classes. What courses to study. What what degree to study. What what school to go to. Who to marry. Listen, there is a, a prerogative that God has given us. This power of choice. But my friend, when it comes to this spiritual war, understand the same choice that God has given to us by virtue of being human beings. He does not take it away when it comes to the spiritual war. And Joshua appeals to that in this verse. And he says, understand, when it comes to determining your side, there's a prerogative. You have to make a choice. There's a prerogative. But I want you to notice something else regarding this choice. In the second word after choose, he says, choose what? You. Now there's a prerogative, but understand that this choice is personal. Now, normally in our modern-day English, we would say, you choose. So he's not saying, Joshua is not saying, choose you. He's saying, really, you choose. You must do it for yourself. My friend, understand very clearly when it comes to this choice, you, no one can do it for you. You must make up your own mind. Listen, we can be guided. We can be counseled. We can be instructed. Listen, there are certain things you might even be forced to do by your parents or someone else who has the authority to insist. But when it comes down to the reality of the situation, no matter what is done, you must make this decision for yourself. And you cannot make it for somebody else either. It is a personal decision. My friend, listen, your parents cannot make this decision for you. Listen, the pastor cannot make this decision for you. Your youth leader cannot make this decision for you. Your wife, your husband, cannot make this decision for you. Your friend cannot make it for you. Your boss cannot make it for you. The only person who can make this decision for you is you. It is a personal choice. And so Joshua says to them, listen, choose you. It's individual. It cannot be delegated. But notice the third thing that Joshua says in relation to this decision. Joshua wanted them to understand. This is a prerogative. It is personal, but understand that this decision that I'm presenting to you, my friend, it is of priority. Notice what Joshua said in this verse. He says, choose you this day. He didn't say, choose you next week. Choose you next month. Choose you next year. Choose you when you get old. He says, choose you this day. Or in other words, choose you today. Why did he mention this day? Because there is an urgency required for this decision because of its importance, my friend. Procrastination is a very bad idea when it comes to this decision. There are consequences to delaying, And so Joshua says to them, when it comes to determining the side that you are on, my friend, it requires urgent attention. So Joshua says to them, choose you this day. But notice with me Joshua in making this appeal says to them that there is great priority but let me help you understand that what I'm asking you to choose is not between what you're going to eat. It's not between where you're going to live. It's not between who you're going to marry. It's not between what school you're going to go to. You're choosing between who you will serve. There's a person who are you going to choose? Now notice what he says. He said, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. And Joshua says to them, listen, you can make your choice to serve these false gods, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When it comes to this choice, my friend, it is a decision of who you are going to make the Lord of your life. Are you going to serve the Savior? Or are you going to serve Satan? Now here's something that we must understand very clearly. You know that there are times, especially in this electronic age, where we fill out forms online nowadays more than we fill out forms on paper. Correct? And you are maybe filling out a form or you're trying to get an app on your phone or whatever have you, and you click a particular button and there is a default setting already selected for you. Normally when you're installing an app for those who might do that, you see default default settings recommended. And if you want to choose something else, you have to go and maybe choose custom because you want to change things up. But the point is there is a default setting that's already chosen for you. And if you make no changes, that default setting will be applied to you. My friend, when it comes to the choice between choosing to serve God or to choose Satan, understand very clearly that the default setting already selected for you is Satan. Yes. So, if you do nothing, you make no choice, you decide, I'm going to just lay back and let whatever will be, will be, understand that your choice is to serve Satan in order to make a decision to serve God you have to change the current setting amen Amen. so Joshua says to them you must choose listen the default setting is to be in Satan's camp to choose Jesus you must make a conscious decision to reject Satan and to choose the Savior to reject the status quo, and to serve the Lord. You say, Pastor Wayne, that sounds harsh. My friend, understand that we have been born in a sin condition that plagues us to an eternity without Christ. But as we have examined the response of Almighty God, He has given us the glorious gift of redemption. But that choice must be one that we consciously make. Joshua says, you're going to have to choose a person. You're going to have to choose whether you're going to serve the Lord. And Joshua says to them, listen, I want you to understand, irrespective of what you do, I have made up my mind as for me and my house. I have a prerogative. I have a choice that I'm going to make that's not going to be influenced by the choice that you make because I can make a choice for myself just as you can make a choice for yourself and understand that I am going to serve the Lord. Lord, come what may. Amen. My friend, you cannot abstain from this choice. You cannot decide to kick the can down the road. You must determine your side when it comes to this spiritual war. And understand, my friend, there's also another aspect that we must understand that this is not some spectator's sport. You know, like when we want to choose what team we're rooting for and we say, oh, you know what, I'm going to root for this team. And, uh, 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 you know, and we're just a spectator. We're a fan. When it comes to serving the Lord, my friend, you're either on the team or you're not on the team. You're on one team or you're on the other team. There are no spectators in this plant cheering on. You have to determine what side you are on. There's no cheerleader section in this thing. And Joshua says to them, Choose you this day whom you will serve. I want you to notice finally this morning. In determining your side, there's a prerogative. That's your choice. It's personal. It, it, It cannot be deflected. It cannot be delegated. You must make it for yourself, man, woman, boy, or girl. It's a priority. You must do it and do it now. Don't procrastinate. Don't delay. You must choose a person. But here's what's so encouraging about this decision. My friend, it is possible to make the right choice. It is possible. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, if you have life and you have health, you are here today, you are hearing the sound of the word, it is possible for you to make the choice that will be of blessing to your life. I want you to turn to Deuteronomy chapter 30 and just a few verses that were read in our scripture reading. And here's what I mean by this choice being possible. It's interesting that in Deuteronomy chapter 30, Moses was at the end of his tenure. And Moses was doing something very similar to what Joshua did at the end of his time. And notice what the Bible says in verse number 11. Moses, speaking to the children of Israel, says, For this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us so that we may hear it and do it? But the word is nigh unto thee in thine mouth and in thine heart that thou mayest do it. What Moses was saying to them was listen. You have the power within you to choose. God has given you the capacity. He has given you the ability. He has made the choice available. And you can do it because it is in your heart to do it. You can make a choice today and there is nothing that stops you if you make up your mind. You don't need an advocate to go to some far land to appeal on your behalf. You don't need somebody of authority and somebody with status to determine the choice that you're gonna make. He says the choice is right nigh you, even in your mouth and in your heart. And it's from this very text that the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 10 and verse 8 through 10 says, But what said thee? What said it rather? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Praise the Lord. My friend, there is nothing that should stop you and be stopping you from making a decision to choose the Lord. Whatever Satan is bringing to you that appears to be a hindrance it's a trick of the devil the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth in thine heart and if God is speaking to you this morning guess what he's speaking to you through your heart He wants to transform your heart. He wants to transform your life. And what is God saying through his word here in Deuteronomy and Romans? He's saying, listen, I want to touch your heart. Surrender your heart to me. Give me your life. I will do something great. And if you let me touch your heart, listen, you're going to confess it with your mouth. And guess what? You will have salvation. You don't have to leave here and fix something. You don't have to clean up your life and come back to God. God says, if you trust me in faith, I will do the cleaning up for you. It is possible to determine your side. Understand that this choice is the most important decision that you can ever make. There is no decision that can trump this decision. There is no decision that can supersede this decision in significance. And when it comes to this spiritual war, you're faced with a choice. If you make what appears to be no choice, the choice has already been made. But understand that it's your prerogative. Determine what you want out of life. Determine what you want in the life to come. Don't be fooled by all of the distractions. Don't be fooled by all of the temptations. Satan is a liar. And there is nothing that he presents... That is not to bring about your downfall. Seriously, when you compare the two choices, what can rationally cause anyone to decide that Satan? is indeed a better choice than almighty god satan himself has done a masterful job in deception to cause anyone to conclude that it is indeed better to reject god the god who has given life the god who has the gift of eternal life to choose him over God. I trust that today as this decision is once again presented that you will choose life. That you will choose God. Notice what Moses said in Joshua chapter 30 in closing. In verse number 15, he says, See, I have set before thee this day life and good, death and evil. Notice in verse 19, Moses is ultimately saying to them, Listen. I'm calling some witnesses to you today. I want them to testify that have presented this choice very clearly. i call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Moses said, look at these options. Which one does it make sense to choose? He says, it's obvious. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. What is going to be your choice today? Are you going to continue with the status quo? Determine your side. There are only two. And I trust that if you're here today and you are not 100% sure that which side you are on, that you will make that certain today. God presents himself as the giver of life. Not just here on earth, but for all eternity the destruction and the death presented by Satan, it's clear to see he devours life. What is going to be your choice? Whatever you do, determine to make the best choice. And understand that whatever choice you make, you're making that choice for yourself. Therefore, like Moses, I beg, I plead of every single person here today, therefore, choose life.